Hey everybody, welcome into Trail Tidbits. Week number two, we're doing this, but we're going to recap week three of the high school football season. I am Eric Kane. Matt Ray, if you're watching on YouTube, you see our ugly faces, but uh, of course we appreciate you guys for listening as well every single week. A little mini pod action, Tennessee recruiting, and uh, week three of the high school football season. Heading into week four, Matt, it's, it's, it's wild to me how quickly this, especially high school, that season just flies by. Ugly and sunburnt, buddy. <laughs> ugly and sunburned. Yes, the high school season is flying, though. Um, it's been a lot of fun getting back out on the road, but, man, it, it goes. I mean, and I guess part of it is that, you know, college football catches up to it, you know, at this point, and then the NFL starts to catch up to it, too. So it's like your weekends go a little bit faster. But, you know, high school football is just one of the best things that there is out there. So mm-hmm. it's I hate to see it go as fast as it did, but, yeah, I mean, we're getting into, you know, starting to get into some really meaningful football games, um, you know, across the country. Yep, and uh, we're going to have it all right here on Trail Tidbits every single week with, as the graphic says, Matt Ray. Let's go ahead and start, not where you were this past week, but for what's to come this weekend, Tennessee home opener, Austin P. Yeah, Tennessee should realistically win by 50, and I'm not even exaggerating here. Uh, but a big time to get recruits on campus, one official visitor, and it's a big one because his decision is coming up on Sunday, linebacker Chris Cole. Yeah, you know, I, I think we'll start with the decision on Sunday. I touched on it a little bit, and at one point, you know, probably seven to ten days ago, I felt like that timeline might shift. He wasn't sure if it would shift. Um, talking to him earlier in the week, he's staying pretty firm in the fact that he's going to decide sometime Sunday after the official visit wraps up with the Vols. Um, USC got him on campus. Um, you know, a lot of lengthy travel to get there after a Friday night game, and then get back into town. You know, in time to be able to get up, get out of bed, go to school on Monday, and you know, go to practice. But for Chris Cole, I think USC impressed. I think the Trojans are definitely a factor in this. And, and talking to sources on the West Coast, they felt like they needed to hit a home run, and, and they showed really well for Chris Cole this weekend. Tennessee and Georgia both heavily involved in this. Um, you know, one point or time, it, it's felt like it's really been those two schools jockeying for position. The Bulldogs, you know, have been the – kind of the long-standing team in this. They've had the opportunity, it felt like, to, to shut this one down a couple of times, and it's gone further than they would like. But for Tennessee, you get the last chance here to hit a home run and land Chris Cole, you know, coming out of his final visit of the recruiting process. Um, this is a heavyweight battle, Eric. I mean, go, going to the finish line, um, I don't think you can discount a USC. You, you can't discount a Georgia. You can't discount a Tennessee. And Miami's hanging around in there, too. So, a big-time recruiting battle. You know, Tennessee's going to get some answers over the weekend from Chris Cole and should have more of an idea of how things are going. But a good game to to bring him in and be able to prioritize him with with a, you know an Austin P in town, um, a game that you should be able to handle you know pretty easily, and then you know you can put a lot of your efforts into recruiting him. You know, for Tennessee, you're able to look and point back to Week One. I think the linebackers had a really solid week. Showed growth there. Fresh freshmen played. Multiple guys played inside of that linebacker rotation. So that's something they're going to be able to point to. Um, that's something that's important to Chris Cole. So the Vols have a good chance this weekend. It's a big official visit for sure. Yeah, and you should expect Arian Carter and um, Jeremiah Tlander, Jalen Smith to play yep. lots of snaps. And, and again, like you said, that's something he's pointing to, and that's something that would be appealing to him. And this is kind of a good good game for it because. 
I think those three can really kind of dominate along with Caleb Perry, who's a sophomore, uh, the second half of what should be a blowout. Moving to the game that you were in attendance for, that yeah. Josh Heupel was in attendance for. Awesome prize. Even more Packer was there. Uh, <laughs> that was George McIntyre for Brentwood Academy and Christian Brothers. Um, what was the scene like? How did he play? And obviously, it's, it's big that Josh Heupel was there to watch all that unfold. Yeah, you know, I think for um, George McIntyre, Coming into the game, you knew Josh Hopple would be there. Obviously can't have communication, you know, in person, you know, during these things. It's an evaluation period. But, you know, for him, he knew Josh Hopple would be there. It was something that, you know, impressed him. He knew that, you know, he could go anywhere. He chose to come and see George on Friday night with the Vols in Nashville. George returned the favor by going over on Saturday. But as far as the scene, I mean, you kind of see it right here. Um, you know, Coach Hopple took a ton of time to take pictures, talk to folks, just, you know, very active, very genuine, you know, to, to be able to have those conversations, I felt like, um, all throughout Friday night. And then as far as George for his performance, you know, he he was really good on Friday night, really efficient with the football. Um, Brentwood Academy's line, for the most part, was was pretty good throughout the night. But, but there were times, if you look at his stat log, and, and we'll dive into that in a little bit, there were times where – you know, he kind of had to get outside the pocket and, and try to make some plays because there was somebody on him, you know, right away, led to some throwaways. Um, but an overall pretty efficient night for George McIntyre on Friday night as Brentwood was able to easily handle Christian Brothers out of Memphis. Yeah, George McIntyre, 18 of 30 in that game, 244 yards, three touchdowns, had a rushing score. So if you're going <laughs> to ball out, you yeah. want to do it when, you know, arguably – uh, you know, the, your favorites in terms of where it's going to land you at the collegiate level, Josh Heupel's in attendance, that head coach. And so you want to show out, did well. And, of course, that is what George McIntyre did. Uh, let's move on to some other Tennessee targets and uh, a couple commits as well who balled out, uh, who made their names even even larger and shine brighter in week three. Let's start with Boo Carter. It was uh, a nice little East Tennessee matchup. Bradley Central and, of course, uh, Gorey's on that team as well. But Bradley Central and Maribel. Uh, went to do battle, and Boo Carter showed out on the receiving end, four receptions, had a touchdown, had 160 yards. He continues to to do well here in East Tennessee with another new school. Man, a guy that is just electric with the football in his hands. I was talking to somebody at Bradley Central earlier today that's been around the program for a long time, and you know they've had really good athletes come through Bradley Central over time, but never you know a Boo Carter caliber just – 60 yards to the house in the blink of an eye. Um, you know, there, there's one run and it circulated social media, but I think he made eight of 11 Marable defenders miss to return, you know, or to, to take the football, you know, 60 yards on a little little screen pass and, and he does the rest. But a guy that's just electric with the football in his hands and does so many things, had a really big play on Friday night as a defensive back. Um, later in the third quarter of that game, Maribel was, dri Maribel was driving. Um, he had a pass defense that it forced a field goal. Um, so, overall, just a really, really good night for Boo Carter. Added 20 yards rushing on four carries, but a guy that stock continues to climb at Bradley Central. We saw him do it in, in private ball last year. Um, you know, in 6A this year, a super tough classification against, you know, obviously schools like Maribel, Beard, and you know, the likes of that. He has continued to produce, and he's a guy that I think has a really good chance to climb in the on-three rankings and the industry rankings, you know, if he continues to do this throughout his senior year of Bradley Central. 
Spoo Carter, Tennessee wants him in the defensive backfield, but uh, boy, he is dynamic with the ball in his hands. Yeah. I could see him returning punts, returning kicks, maybe some specialty plays, and who knows? I mean, he gets here, maybe they don't have a choice. I mean, Alante Taylor and Bryce Thompson uh, were both wide receivers uh, in, in high school, a little bit of quarterback. Christian Charles is a quarterback, so Tennessee likes him on defense, but obviously Boo Carter is a playmaker regardless. Let's go to a quarterback commit uh, for the University of Tennessee in the class of 24. That is Jake Merklinger. It was Calvary Day and Elka, 16 of 22 passing, 233 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Jake Merklinger put on a show Friday night. Yeah, and if you watch the sit-down that I did with Jake back in Savannah um, two Fridays ago, and he talked about this game being huge for Calvary Day. Um, Elka has been a powerhouse in Atlanta for some time, um, you know, a multi-time state championship teams there. Um, so this, this was a big game for, for Jake and his team. Felt like they needed to get off on the right foot as they go through a pretty heavy track. And, man, did he do that on Friday night, you know, efficient with a football, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, six carries for 44 yards, um, you know, not having to do too much with the legs, but, you know, close to eight yards per carries. pretty nice, Eric, for a guy that – you know, many view as a as a pocket passer. Um, but ultimately, Jake Merklinger, he, he has his Calvary Day team heading in the right direction going into a tough stretch. They, they've really got off to a fast start, you know, to start his senior season there. It feels like all of their goals are achievable this fall. They've got a lot of pieces in place to go beat some of these teams that, you know, got by them last year that they felt like were games that got away. So an exciting start to his senior season as he is stuffing the stat sheet. Another Tennessee commit right now, one of the best players out of the state of South Carolina, uh, the wide receiver position, that is Braylon Staley. And boy, uh, did he go off Friday night. Six receptions, 130 yards, three TDs, speed. He's got decent size. It has room to get a little bit bigger as well, but super athletic. Um, in my opinion, one of the more underrated guys in this class. I know he's highly rated, but uh, man, uh, Braylon Staley put on a show, made the most of his six receptions on Friday night in week three. Yeah, averaging over 20 yards a catch. I mean, my goodness. The thing yeah. with Braylon Staley is that since his high school season started, it's been either a highlight real catch or, you know, filling the stat sheet like he did. Ultimately, I think you're right. I think he's one of the guys that may be a little bit more underrated in the class. I mean, he, he sits around 120, you know, I think it is right there. But a, a guy that, Ultimately, he's kind of, I'm not going to say forgotten in the class, but it's yeah. like got Braylon Staley, attention turned to Mike Matthews, got Mike Matthews, you know, attention turns to Cam Michael and Ron Wingo, Amari <laughs> uh, Jefferson hanging out there too at, at one point. But, the, I mean, Braylon Staley, man, he he's doing it all for this Strom Thurmond team and I mean, he's a guy that I think fits a lot of what Tennessee wants to do in the vertical passing attack. Um, a guy that's really starting to scratch the surface of, of his potential can definitely improve as a route runner. But, man, I mean, you go, you go out and put up six for 130 and three touchdowns against anybody, that's a knot. Um, so a guy that I don't think you should forget in this class. It's easy to see those Power 5 Division One athletes on the field on Friday night. Yeah, it is. That is for sure. And, of course, Braylon Staley, he's been committed to Tennessee for a minute now. But, you know, on three has him as the 101st-ranked player in the country. The industry rankings, 138. So, again, highly rated guy. But a guy that's yeah. often forgotten about is, is uh, 
you know, Matt just said right there. Uh, finally, the, the last prospect I want to highlight here is a guy you went and saw earlier in the season. Um, wide receiver, defensive back. He's an athlete. Can Tennessee hold off Georgia? Does he want to play wide receiver? Does he want to play wide receiver for Josh Heupel? That is Cam Michael, and, and big news for him. And, of course, he's, he, he put up some numbers as well this past weekend. But he's going to be in Colorado this weekend. Huge win for Colorado in week one. They've kind of got all the juice around the nation right now, and Tennessee will need to obviously you know, survive this, this visit for Cam Michael to Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. I think six catches for 87 yards and a touchdown for Cam Michael on Friday night in a tough loss. But a guy that, you know, I think we touched on it last week in Trail Tidbits, he has primarily served as the quarterback there at Statesboro over the last three years. And I'm not talking Wildcat because I I just assumed it was Wildcat. And the more I ask about it while I was down there, it's – no, he's throwing the football. He's doing a ton of different things. So for him to make that switch to wide receiver, you know, I don't think the season started as fast for him as he would like. You know, teams are able to bracket him and kind of take him away. Um, you know, has to work underneath a lot, but you know, able able to make some plays with the football in his hands. And Statesboro does a good job of getting the football in his hands, but it kind of, you know, started to come to him a little bit more on Friday night with with six catches, nearly a hundred yards, and a touchdown. And you know, he was really excited about that when I talked to him. But this Colorado visit is one that I view as big. Um, yeah. He feels like the type of recruit over the last couple of cycles. When you look at Dion at Jackson State, you know, one that he's been able to hone in on a guy that's a two way player that can do a lot of different things and can sell that vision to him. You touched on it. Georgia wants him as a cornerback. Cam Michael has told schools that he wants to play wide receiver because he thinks that's the the one that fits him the best. Georgia has not backed off of wanting him as a as a cornerback, so that should tell you you know what he can kind of do in terms of that. Tennessee hasn't backed off of wanting him as a wide receiver. Texas A and M wants him as a wide receiver, and the Aggies are really in this. I still think you know here at the middle of the week that Texas A and M is probably the biggest threat to Tennessee. But I don't think you can rule out Colorado right now with an official visit. He's going to get out there, and it's going to be a hard sell. They're going to probably sell him on playing both ways. Um, and Dion now has the pieces to point at it, man. Tra- Travis Hunter is is one of, if not the best, high school football player that I've seen with my own two eyes. He, he's a special talent, and it lined up this past Saturday against TCU. He, he stuffed the stat sheet. But, but I mean, here's the thing, though, and, and again, I'm not trying to act like a coach. That was great in week one, and he was he yes. was freaking incredible. Can you do that for 13 games? You I don't can. think you at, – at that pace. Now, can you be a package here and there? Absolutely. But the pace he went at in week one, it was awesome. Can you do that for 12 regular season games, a playoff down the line? I'm not saying they're making the playoffs this year. Right. That's a tough sell. Yeah, I don't think you can do it for 12, 13 games. Yeah. I think it's more so the opportunity yes. to do. You know, I don't think you have to sell the – the do it for 12, 13 games. I think you, it's, you have the opportunity to do it. And not to the volume load that Travis Hunter did, but to the package, you know, deal what, that you're talking about. We're going to find a way to get you the ball on offense. We're going to find a way to get you in on meaningful snaps on defense. We're going to let you return kicks, those types of things. And I think that, you know, kids want to play football. You know, I mean, as much as they can, they want to be on the field. Gamers want to play. And, you know, we'll see what the sell is to Cam Michael. Um, I, I still think he takes his time with this process. He's been pressed. Georgia's pressed him when they were viewed as the favorite, and he held off. Um, you know, but I think Colorado's quietly worked their way into this. 
Tennessee's very deep in this. Texas A&M's in this. I think he wants to take his visits and do his due diligence. Academics are an important part. So, regardless, this is a big visit weekend for Cam Michael as as Colorado tries to solidify themselves as a long-term contender here. All right, so big-time weekend coming up. Opponent is not big-time, but you still get to see Tennessee football in Neyland Stadium for the first time this year. Hopefully you'll see a Tennessee, you know, big time win, a lot of points, exciting football, and a lot of young players. But also, it's huge in terms of recruiting. We've mentioned uh, Chris Cole coming in, taking the official visit. We'll have plenty of coverage of Matt and AP over at VolQuest.com. And, and as the week goes on, and I know you'll have a, a huge list in the war room, but plenty of 25s and 26s expected to be in campus as well. Yeah, you know, it, it's going to shape up to be a good weekend for Tennessee with a home opener. But ultimately, it starts and ends with Chris Cole this weekend, yeah. in, in my opinion. Just a, a guy that can do so many things in what Tennessee wants to do at that wheel linebacker position in this class. You pair him with Edwin Spillman and Jordan Burns, and that position is set for the foreseeable future. Um, you, you saw the flashes of young talent this weekend. I think, you'll, like you said, you'll have a chance to see Jalen Smith against Austin P. You'll see plenty more of Jeremiah T. Lander and Arion Carter. They both got some snaps on Saturday um, and showed why they can play sideline to sideline. Um, so, and it's an exciting time for that linebacker room. And, um, you know, th- this, this visit with Chris Cole is a big one for Tennessee. Plenty more recruiting coverage throughout the week, VolQuest.com, but every single Wednesday here at VolQuest.com, Trail Tidbits with Matt Ray, and uh, really, really appreciates uh, the additional coverage here and shine the spotlight a little bit on recruiting where it's never forgotten, it's never forgotten, but you know, with football games to be played, that's, that's kind of the focus, so I really, really like this feature. Matt, great stuff, man. We'll do it again next week for Trail Tidbits. Yeah, thanks, man. We're we're working on an NIL package to lock Austin Price down um, for the future. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, we haven't been able to. I mean, look, look. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing Peter Millar. We've already got a Peter Millar NIL deal. So, like, what else could entice Austin to join this little mini pod? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we're we're working on it. I mean, we've got our brains t- together, and and we're gonna make something happen at some point. <laughs> He's Matt Ray. I'm Eric Kane. This is Trill Tidbits at VolQuest.com.